Microphone check, got street mother. Hey yo, and that's the perfect way to start this motherfucker. Hey yo, I got my cousin in here, yo, man. It's probably one of the funniest niggas I know. I say that every time I'm in the podcast with somebody, but this is true this time. This is like the funniest nigga I know, man. This is the pod daddy, I'm Ramon. I got my cousin here. You go by many names. What name you going by today, man? They just, just call me Cash, man. The Cash, man. man. Alright. You feel me? Okay. Word up, yo. So I got the dead man with me, Cash. We're gonna have some fun, yo. We're gonna talk about creativity, how we manifest things, how we get through life, yo. Manifesto. <laughs> you feel me? First <laughs> off, yo, my uh Instagram is uh Ramon L O L. That's R A A M O N L O L. Uh, Cash, you want to give them yours? Yeah, you can find me at Cash the Dead Man, or you can check me out on my clothing line page at Ben Dead Clothing on Instagram. Yes. And I'm also just on the app. Just holler out Cash, my nigga. If not me, somebody with a nigga named Cash will look at you. <laughs> look right back at you. It's always a nigga named Cash in the hood, so. That's because somebody always trying to get money. It's always somebody that's like the starter child. Cream, get the money. Mm-hmm. All right, so we out here. Um, you know each episode start with a positive moment. So um, this positive moment going to be a little different. It's actually going to be a poem. It's one of my favorite poems. Um, a poem that kind of, when I read it when I was young, it, it touched me a little bit, made me feel like, you know, shit, I got to... Touch you as a child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to figure this out. Pause. <laughs> It, you know, it was cool. It just made me be like, yo, I got to do, I got to make sure I stay on my word. Um, but the poem is by Langston Hughes. It's called A Dream Deferred. It's real quick. I'm going to read it to you. It say, what happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun? Or does it fester like a sore? And then run. Does it stink like a ro- like rotten meat or crust and sugar over like a syrupy sweet? Maybe it just sags like a heavy load or does it explode? And that's not usually how I do my positive moments, because that's not really the most positive thing. But we're going to... It is a good question, though. Indeed. It's a question that I feel like needs to be asked, especially if you're speaking about artists. Mm -hmm. What happens to those people that don't chase those dreams no more? Exactly. They really sat there and tried to live with them being dead. Yeah. It's like kind of walking around with like a dead ligament on your body. Uh Uh-huh. That's not cut off. That you can't cut off. You can't cut it off, because you never explore on your creativity. And we going into the new year, so a lot of people is making New Year's resolutions right now, yeah, they and, do that and doing all of that. So I just want everybody, while you doing your New Year's resolution, just keep in mind that you gotta act on that shit. Don't let oh, it really? just be something that you doing for a couple of days. Don't let it be something that you doing for a cycle. Let it be something that you stick to because you made it a resolution for a reason. It's something that you want to get better on. Mm-hmm. So don't let your dreams go defer. If you need somebody to give you some motivation, this is your motivation now. Stay up on your motherfucking dreams. Stay up on whatever New Year's resolution that you had. Don't let them fester like sores. Just do your thing, do your yo. Thing. And I want to say one thing about um, New Year's resolutions, man. Let niggas New Year's resolutions this year be take care of your kids. For real. Both I know you got a lot of things you're trying to do this year. But nigga, take care of them kids, bro. I don't know who need to hear that, bro. But nigga, take care of them kids. And you want to know why? Because nobody else going to do it. Nigga, they your kids. <laughs> they your kids. It's always, it's always <laughs> a nigga out there that need to be reminded to take care of his goddamn kids. Unfortunately, because 
us as men, that's not even a cultural thing. Just as men, because there's a lot of white men that's deadbeat. There's a lot of black men, a lot of Mexicans, hey, yo, a lot it's of just everything. People in general, man, take yeah, care of kids, gotta, yo. We gotta Women do too, better. man, I'm going to tell yeah, you right now. Yeah. I ain't going to get into the details, but I know a lot of females that I told me stories that they've been through. Some silly shit, and it comes from mom abandoning mom, never really loving the mom. Playing that role that we always hear about the pop. So I'm, re- I'm hearing that now. It's not... I mean, don't get me wrong, it is predominantly male, but nigga, yeah. it's, it's everywhere. Yeah. That's why I said take care of them kids, and I didn't put a gender on it. And when I say nigga, I mean the ignorant motherfucker that's ignoring his own children and putting himself first. Most definitely. Or herself first. Yeah. Take care of them kids, yo. Do what you gotta do. Them kids out there crying, and they need it. Bottom line, yo. I know we got derailed. <laughs> 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 it's gonna, but that's how this gonna go, man. All right, so... You, we gonna talk about, you know what I'm saying, some of your experiences and some of the things that you went through, you know what I mean, just being, being a dream chaser, being somebody who, who had a lot of, who had a lot of things he wanted to do, you know what I mean, so, just to kind of run down some of the shit, like, like, you was a battle rapper, um, I was a pop locker first. Let's not forget, nigga. I started okay, dancing, nigga. niggas always. I was a dancer. You nigga. was a hardcore dancer. I was you know one of saying? the nicest niggas out there. Let me tell you right now, electric boogaloo, nigga. I could hill toe, nigga. Could pop lock, moonwalk. Yes, I was nice, yo. This is a fact. I was a nice little nigga. The whole family used to get me to come dance. Remember they used to make me dance with Michael Jackson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was, was crazy. crazy. They came to get me after that. After, <laughs> after you stopped. Yeah, you, know you know stepped it up though. I ain't gonna yeah, cap. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you give me that credit. Because you know I, mean? I can't from the dance. Best. You learned from the best. I, I the best. And I learned from Michael Jackson. Most definitely. <laughs> so from 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 extension, I learned from Michael Jackson. Yeah, man. Yeah, like, yeah, we kept him on the tube. Your father was the hugest Michael Jackson fan. Most definitely. So in turn, I mean, I know this is not on subject, but I grew up, I'm, I'm, I was born in the 80s, so I grew up in the early 90s. Michael Jackson was bigger than life, man. Michael Jackson was Michael Jackson, man. Taking it right, man. You ain't know about the kid. So we, uh... <clears throat> but yeah, I started off Pop Locker. Went to the battle rapping next. I know that was a crazy transition, but that's how it went. Mm-hmm. You know? And then, uh, you skateboarded. I also did skateboarding. I still do skate, too. Okay. You, um, you're an entrepreneur. Yeah, I ran, I ran a few different businesses. That's important. Because I'm a musician, so I started off with the music venues and then mm-hmm. got into owning skateboard shops and clothing companies and shit like that. Yeah. So, what was like? What, what do you feel like was the most difficult thing for you to for you to tackle? Like when you when you when you started that shit, you was like, yo, this is hard, and how am I going to figure this out? Well, I would say that. I, the problem is, I never really thought about something like that. And that's why I always jumped into shit, because I always felt as though anything I was about to attack, I was already the best. Yeah. And I was better than these niggas, and it's over for these niggas, because now I'm about to be doing this. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I can't say that in the beginning I sat like that, but I could definitely say, close that window for me. All right. We up north, so you know the trains is, they coming through, y'all right here in the center of it all. But um, when I... But I would uh, say later on, I felt like that with the clothing company. Because when I first started, I thought it was just all about being a good designer. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. But designing is one thing. Execution of, of running a business properly online and in the street, marketing, all that. It's a whole other thing. So I feel like that feeling came to me later. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this is a lot more to deal with than so I So was, like, was it like overwhelming? Do you think you got to a point where you was like, oh, shit, this is overwhelming? 
Yeah, it's always it overwhelming, like, bro. It's always overwhelming. Okay. Every day it's overwhelming because you're a small business in a big world. Yeah. So if it's not, if you're not looking at it like you, if you're not making yourself feel overwhelmed with work, then you're not even trying to take on a workload. I'm trying to take on a workload bigger than me. It should, I should you feel should overwhelmed. You should be overwhelmed day to day. Exactly. Because yeah. I got a small business in a really big world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so along those, those same lines, like in, in 2020 where we at, like you can't really be successful in, in, in a business Unless you heavy on social media, you know what I'm saying. So you gotta attack these algorithms. You gotta know how to play with the, yeah. with all of those type of things. You know what I mean? Like you gotta you kiss ass a little bit to a certain extent on social media. You know what I mean? So like, what's your social media thing. attack? Like, well, not to give the world your strategy. You know what I'm saying? I'm but like, just as I don't the strategy in general, I don't run it myself. If you're gonna realize that if you're running a business, you have to be smart enough to delegate certain jobs to people that's good at what they do. Mm-hmm. And realize that you're not going to be the person that's going to be able to do everything. And social media is one of those things that I mean, yeah, I'm, I, I like posting stuff, but I'm not the driving force for that. You know what I mean? We got some kids that's trying to figure it out. They trying to learn more about the social media, but they got time for that. Yeah. So that's yeah. all they focused on. And mm-hmm. I try to get a ball to them in that direction. But for the most part, I'll say we just keep it really elusive. Like mm-hmm. we try to be. We try to post content as much as we can. You know what I mean? But sometimes a mystique, a mystique is, 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 yeah. But it depends on what type of brand you are. Like, if you've got, like, soaps, mm-hmm. you probably don't want to have a mystique. That's not the vibe. But for, like, a clothing line like what I got here, I'll tell you that it's called Ben Dad. It's like, um, <clears throat> you know, it's a real And what does brand. Ben Dad represent, though? Like, give them the whole rundown for Ben Dad. Because, like, if we're going to talk about your brand, like, we're going to talk about your brand. Well, I mean, my brand is a clothing brand, obviously, but I feel like it's more than that. It's it's more so an ideology, mm-hmm. and the clothing line just came through a medium of us just trying to convey what we were trying to get across. I dig it. Which is the um, the way of thinking is simple. It's just living for yourself, cutting all ties to other people's uh, perception and ideas of what you should be doing with your lives. Like simple as that. Just living for yourselves, like mm-hmm. and letting a part of you that was trying to live up to those expectations die. I dig it. And we kind of made that decision a while ago, so that's why we stand behind Ben Dad, because we've been, we've, we've been realized this. We just want other people to join us in this side mm-hmm. of real life. You Most know definitely. what I mean? Most definitely. But, so it's um, a deeper, you know what I mean? It's a deeper, deeper meaning. It's deeper ideology deeper everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the clothing is just a medium at the time right now. Yeah. But this is what we're doing. Ben Dead Clothing. Follow us on Instagram. Check my website out, bendeadclothing.com. Just mm-hmm. buy up, man. Most definitely. You know, we got some good product out there. All right, so, be, so to um, circle back to, to marketing and, and things of that nature, it I found, even for me with this podcast, you know what I'm saying, it, it's very hard to um, to market without being invasive. You know what I'm saying? Like, like to, to really just be like, hey, man, like, Yo, I really want you to listen to this shit. But also, I'm not corny. I'm not no motherfucking dick-sucking nigga that just wants you to... You know what I mean? So, like, like have you run into those types of, uh, uh, yeah, of, of I, walls? I, I say the, the best way we overcome that by, is by putting high-quality content out, right? So, yeah. if I'm going to be asking somebody to check out something, I would present it in a way that is so so fire that they like, bro, this is fire. This is dope. Immediately before they even checking it out, like the presentation, like yeah, yeah, I would yeah. say work on that, maybe graphics, things like that, stuff mm-hmm. like that that's going to bring, lure people in 
So if you are pushing something to them, they actually don't mind it because it's something they want to see. Most you definitely. know what I mean? But if we don't package it right, they're going to automatically not even look at it. So my packaging is everything. Most definitely. So right now, right now, um, as a as an entrepreneur, you also you also a creative. You also somebody who's 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 owns everything that they doing. You know what I'm saying? Like like what you got is yours. So like how do you how do you feel about like artists? And you also an ex rapper. Mm-hmm. So like how do you feel about the struggle right now with artists doing going through like with their royalties and owning their masters and, and things like that like if you was a if you were to be a rapper right now is that something that you would be like like stand on like you know what i'm saying like yo um, i like like yo i'm gonna be independent to the end to the death of me one second yo we out here real life shit um punch in punch out you already know but yeah um but um, how I'm you feel saying. about uh artists getting their masters I mean, honestly, I feel like that's a struggle that's coming up now through, like, just the luxury of knowledge. When I say when I first started off music, we didn't have that much knowledge about masters and all that. No, definitely wasn't nobody trying to educate nobody. So I feel like if I would have been in a music game, if I would have got in when I was trying to, mm-hmm. I probably would be in the same predicament as a lot of artists. Did you ever sign anything while you, I was, didn't while you was along deals. your... Along mm. your journey, no, no, you know what I'm saying. You never. I didn't sign any record deals. I just was none of them came across right. Every time we took them to the lawyers, they was just like some real wild stuff. Yeah. That my family wouldn't let me sign, so we just never went forward with none of them. And probably for good reason. I might have been in a bad predicament. Yeah, you know yeah. what I right mean? Right now, so it would still be somebody trying to own your name they and own all of that everything, shit. bro. Sending yeah. you for everything you do. It sucks, bro. But yeah, I would. I definitely want artists to 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 get their masters and I. <coughs> Bless you. I need some masters to me, that shit is like, it's a real, it's a struggle mm-hmm. only because it seems like it's not set up, it's not set up for the artist to get it. Like, it seems like the, the way that, the way that it's presented from the jump. You know what I mean? It's like, well, you, I mean, you have, you gotta go into it like, on some independent shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're a creative, it's not really set up for you to win. Like it's not. It's, it's almost like it's it, like you gotta like you gotta go into it on some like yo Gotti shit. Like why? Do, like it seemed like the southern rappers got that shit a little differently as far as independent. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's not really a lot of independent northern rappers. Yeah, there aren't many because I feel like I don't know. I feel like it's just a different like whole type of culture in the south, and it's always been more so about owning our own shit. Like you see a lot of more. Um, it's a lot more homeowners in the south of yeah, minorities yeah. than there is up north too. So, like, ownership is just something that's just in there. And I don't know. Maybe it just got something to do with the culture and how it ties back. But that's to crazy because up top is the is the niggas that was free. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're just talking about from a from a cultural standpoint, like... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I agree with you, but apparently they weren't that free. <laughs> yeah. You can free yeah. the body, but not the mind. Most definitely. Most definitely. But, um, yeah, man, I definitely feel like I'm glad that a lot of rappers are seeing that the owners, the, 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 the powers in owning your own masters. Yeah, yeah, most like, definitely. chasing that down and arguing that on day one. Because without that, you can forget about it. Because mm-hmm. like you said, it is set up for it to just be a job, brother. For you to be a, a, a performer, an artist for a certain mm-hmm. amount of time and to move on. Mm-hmm. Y'all, let me tell you something. Back in the day, bro, they used to rape us so crazy on these record deals, bro. So mm-hmm. wild, bro. Like, I'm talking about like $2, nigga. 
bring you in a session, write, make you write three, four songs, say he gonna give you a record deal, then at the end of the shit, be like, yeah, we not really liking it. You feel me? Dab yeah. you up. But I buy the songs off you for five dollars though. Seven dollars, ten dollars, right then and there. Yeah. You sign your songs, they got motherfucking orchestras, whole orchestras playing those songs that you wrote. Like, this game has been raping us since day one. We're Forever. trying to stop the rape culture in yeah. the music game. That's yeah. what we're trying to do right now. Mm-hmm. We're trying to call all these cats out, like, yo, what the fuck? How are you properly fucking us all and we're all right? Nah, it's not all right. But that's how this industry started. That's how it bred it. It's like racism in this country. Yeah. You trying to cure something that's designed fucked up. You know what I mean? The whole, the whole, even for me trying to be a, like, trying to be a podcaster, I'm like, like, what if, like, what if I'm doing, like, all, all of these, there's so many people trying to start podcast networks and all of, like, Spotify signing all of these people to exclusive podcast deals and, you know what I mean? Like, like, not to, not to, not to do too much, but if I'm manifesting everything I'm dreaming of, at one point, somebody gonna come to me and be like, hey, yo, Ramon, we wanna sign you to an exclusive deal to do your podcast somewhere. And I'm just like, yo, what does that mean for me? You know what I'm saying? Like, am I, do I retain my, do I retain everything, all of my, all of my shows, all of my episodes, you know what I mean? Like, like you, like, it's a weird, the way, the way the world is going in from a creative space is crazy. Even with artists like um, Swiss Beats, he he's one of those people that thinks that um, that people that paint like niggas that paint pictures and shit like that, um, regular those type of artists should have should have royalties. You know what I'm saying? Like when their when their things are are reprinted and sold, they should get profit from that. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of artists just get the one time sales from the from their thing. When I sell it to when I sell it to you. That's the end of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I might sell it to you for $3 million, and then you go repent that shit, and now you sell it 50 million times for the, for, and get more than $3 million. You know what I mean? But my question is, why isn't the artist trying to do that himself? Uh, Maybe we should work some new contracts with, with the art where it's not exclusive. Some artists some artists do do that, you but for a, lot of, for, for a lot of artists, the... the uh, the thrill is in the exclusivity. So when I make this one of one, or if I make five pieces and it's only five of those pieces, and then I sell them to, and I sell them to you, I get that bulk money at one time. So if then when I sell them to you, if you choose the motherfucking package amount and sell each one of them individually for twenty dollars a piece, so people can sell them in, in Target. Or in wherever else, you know what I'm saying? Like you gonna get the you gonna get the long money, but I might be playing. I'm an artist, nigga. Most artists are struggling artists. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So give me that upfront money right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then now you gonna put it in Target, but you gonna get the long money for forever. Like I'm not even getting five dollars off each one of those. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. artists don't th- those type of artists don't have <laughs> royalties. No, nah, I agree that that's definitely like that's a real upward battle to fight it's kind of hard to tell people what to do with stuff that they own you know what i mean yeah but what i will say is if you can't really fight that battle then just try to get on the other end and join them if people are doing that with your work maybe try to work out some contracts where you gotta be a partner exclusive too or you can be a partner if anything is done Mm -hmm. i just say try to cover they need to just try to cover themselves because Artists like that been getting raped since the beginning of time, man. You go back to Monet and all of these guys. Like people always been doing fakes and everything. Yeah. It's kinda hard to to, to attack yeah. that market, yeah. man. Yeah. You know? But yeah, man, artists need to get paid. Twenty twenty one, 
to to forever. Creative, yeah. Creative just being the creative is it, it's a tough space, but especially we just went through twenty twenty, so we had the pandemic, right? So we talking about Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats created a whole new medium, really for artists to get paid with verses and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? So like, mm-hmm. do you think like going forward after twenty twenty, do you think that <clears throat> It's gonna be on artists to create new ways to get paid. You know what I mean? Like with everything course, that's yeah. happening. You it know what I'm saying? Like, like you can't rely on like touring and all of that stuff. Like you're gonna have to make some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're gonna have to create something. Most people are gonna probably be doing it with like some sort of product because mm-hmm. they just gonna try to transfer and monetize their shit. But I mean, some other people are gonna be unique. I'm interested in seeing what what ways people come up with. I do like the fact that it's forcing us to do more than stand on front of, uh, stand on the stage drunk as hell and just reciting my lyrics. You know that those artists are struggling. The ones that just got those, that used to have those crazy buzz and just perform in front of clubs, packed as hell, hood as hell. They yeah. got no performance style, nothing. They just sit yeah. up there with a thousand niggas. Because you know what? When they do their lives, nobody want to see them just stand there and rap. That's just whack. You got to yeah. be on some chance to rap a shit or some, you know what I mean? Doja Cat, whoever, you, I don't know if you've been watching other people that's been doing live performances. They yeah. really pushing the envelope. So Megan Thee Stallion is yeah. been dope as hell. She pushing the, you see her live performances she's been doing on the internet? The, yeah, the perform- yeah, like and pushing she, the sta- envelope. she in the stadium on crazy. The, and the bleachers and it's shit. Wild. Yeah. So yeah. you can no longer just stand in front of some people with a chain on. <laughs> I don't know. You don't think you don't think that once people can't see people, you don't think that they're gonna be okay with standing. You know what I'm no, saying? I think like, when they go back, when they go back, yeah, those same people gonna do the same thing. But I'm saying as of right now, when are things going back? Yeah, right now, right now it's looking crazy. I heard about a new. They got a new um, strain of COVID in yeah. Europe right now, making uh-huh. its way over here. Already made its way over here. Apparently, it's crazy, man. Who knows if things is gonna ever go back to normal? I just say I'm just preparing for whatever, bro. The creative, the, as a creative, it's just weird. It, I don't know, man. It's weird, man. It's weird. But <clears throat> I keep all my shit nice, short, sweet. We run through shit, talk about shit. We're gonna do my last thing, and it's my favorite thing to do on my podcast. Okay. It's called random questions. All right. All right. Okay. I'm gonna ask you a couple of them, right? First one is uh, the greatest comic you've ever seen. Obviously, Dave Chappelle. It's mad easy. It's Dave Chappelle, bro. Nigga delivery was crazy. Jokes mm-hmm. always was like, if it was a, if it wasn't crazy ratchet, it was mad intelligent. Yeah, intelligent. It just you can't if nothing that. else. You can't if nothing that. else. All right. So, uh, second question is: Would you rather have no legs or no arms? I'm gonna go with no arms. No, no, no. Hold on. <laughs> That's a hard I one. think it would be hard to have no arms because how would you balance yourself? Your legs, bro. Sitting up, it's cool, man. No, nah, but I'm saying when you had to walk. Mm. When you had to walk, how you going to balance? I would go with no legs. I would go with no legs. I've seen people do it with no legs. You rarely see a person doing it with no arms. Okay, so what I'm saying is, all right, but what if no legs came with no meat? That's different. You said legs. <laughs> you didn't say my third leg, man. <laughs> What I'm saying is, if it like, came with no meat, then I'm going with no arms. What if it was easy? What if it was waist down? What if it was like waist down? You ain't got none of that. 
That's beyond me, bro. I'm going with no arms. <laughs> I'm not losing my. T- I'm not losing my hips. <laughs> Niggas walking around with no hips. No, hips that's is not me. <laughs> just a torso, no <laughs> hips. Hips is important, right? Nigga need hips, bro. Alright, <laughs> so if you had a superpower for 24 hours, what would the superpower be? To manifest anything. Only, but you only got it for 24 hours. To manifest anything. What do you mean to manifest? That's not I a superpower. Yeah, nigga can make create. Who anything. is manifest? Pure man. matter. No. I can manifest. <laughs> manifest man. Who is manifest? My superpower. Nigga, this is my superpower. This will be my manifestation. Nigga. <laughs> um, bro, that's not a superpower. Manifest man. <laughs> you gotta say like strive for. It. Or eyes, uh, bro. Or I'm thinking above all that, nigga. <laughs> I manifest man, bro. I'll make I manifest anything out of matter. Hell. <laughs> okay. All right. Son. All right, so I changed the world in 24 hours. Man. Manifest that, nigga. Like it's nothing. <laughs> A whole change world. Manifest man. Manifest right. So, <laughs> who you think is a better movie character? Money meant. Or sincere from Belly. Um, hmm. Sincere, that was DMX. Sincere was Nas. Nas, okay. Um, hmm. I like I like sincere and DMX um, and um, Belly. Yeah, Nas is a pretty. He was a real cool guy. He, he, I think he handled stress well. Sometimes he was too cool. You feel mm-hmm. me? He could have got a little bit. <laughs> That's what I was just about to say. He fucked a lot of shit up trying to be cool, though. He fucked a lot of shit up being too cool. But Mitch? What know, did Mitch do wrong? I just didn't like Makai Piper. <laughs> I think it's Makai Piper. <laughs> Looking at me in the side of that car with that cheese. Like, ah, money making Mitch. That nigga, I just don't like that nigga, <laughs> I don't like him, bro. Hell nah, yo. Money but if you talk about a more stand-up hell. nigga, yeah. But if you just asking me, I like Nas better. And you know shit like that, when you bring in characters like that, man, you're not really looking at, the, at them in the movie, bro. You're kind of looking, looking at, at the them. person. Like, yeah, I'm like, nigga, I fuck with Nas, nigga. Fuck nah, with Nas. I mean, Nas is cool. <laughs> I mean, Nas is cool. But Nas got some some weird shit with him, too, though. Okay, hey, man, no, fuck that do. shit. How, where you think Nas is on your rapper list? Is Nas um, high on He up there. Why? I judge people off the best project that I like from him. Like, and his first album was fucking immaculate. So, okay. You who judge you judge people off Who the you best think work. got the best first album of all time? Rappers. So you got like people um, like 50, I, The Game's the first album. You got Kendrick Lamar's first album. Um... People that had amazing first. Know, it's bro. not it's many people hard, that bro. had amazing first. I know Jay Z is definitely going. Like, Reasonable doubt is amazing. But Reasonable doubt grew on you. Reasonable doubt didn't nah, have the first impact. But that it, it did for me though, because you gotta understand, I was at the time with the age it came in. It came out. I, I was I was out when it came out. But you I was outside. To, I wasn't outside. I was in the house. <laughs> when I was young. You feel me? Was you not? Uh, I, 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 I Reasonable with, Doubt came out in '96. I was I six years old. To, you was ten. I listened to Reasonable Doubt when I was like thirteen. That's when you. That's when. That's when I really started getting into Jay Z. At like ten, you're not really like listening to hardcore rap like that. You're Most listening to MC Hammer. You know what I mean? That's the type <laughs> of shit you bumping. 
Okay. But um, yeah, I started like around thirteen. I started listening to Reasonable Doubt, and that's when I was like, man, this shit was. It was dope. I didn't know how dope it was because I was at thirteen. That's I didn't understand saying. all the stuff he said, but I knew it was my favorite. It was my favorite album at the time. I knew every song word for word. This was my album, and then the older I got, the more. What was your I first favorite rapper? Jay Z. Jay Z was your first favorite Jay-Z. rapper. Yeah. My because first of Reasonable Doubt. My first favorite rapper was Eminem. Okay, I can see that. My first, my first favorite rapper for sure was Eminem. Like the he first, had dope lyrics and yeah, he was like fresh and new. Around the time he was just when getting I was, into hip hop, yeah, it was like when I like he was my first one. And he was the first nigga that I was like, oh man. When I, like I heard him. when I heard my name is, I was like, oh man, this man is crazy. I've never heard anybody do this like this. I liked Eminem, yo. I liked him a lot, man. He just was always... Hey, why why niggas be killing Eminem, though? Like, like niggas, like, niggas be acting like you never got because him. Because he white, like, bro. With, he one thing white, Eminem, bro. And let me tell you right now. One thing with Eminem people say is people be like, yo, I never got in a car and everybody and somebody said, yo, let's listen to Eminem. And that's not true. Can I say something I about... I play Eminem mad yo, times in my car. White people that's cool with people in the hood, right? Like, for example, Eminem. Like, when we give a white person a pass, a ghetto pass, but we don't admit is that that pass gets revoked later. <laughs> There's never a white boy that we say we give him a pass, right? But 10 years later when niggas bring up that white boy mm-hmm. niggas like, nah, nigga, we don't fuck with that nigga. Always. Nah, you never boy. look back at a nigga that you used to hang out 20 years, 15 years ago and niggas talking about a white boy you can hang out. You be like, nah, nigga, nah, we did not give him a pass. That's how black people are, bro. They revoke the pass. The pass got, t- it's, it's expired. He had a pass for people for a while. And you know what I mean? We like, what have you done for it lately, nigga? Man, the, what, what, the recovery man. album. Come I mean, on, man! Yeah. This nigga start going downhill. Okay, I'll and niggas you. is like, you know what? We taking that back, <laughs> bro. Because you, you actually not what we thought you was. He what? Okay, we did think that he was. We going thought the nigga was going to end up great, like Jay Z, yeah. all the way to the end. That nigga but he wasn't start that, getting to a white boy. Then he, then he got white he boy. Said, come through the city limits, and he start singing and shit, bro. We was like, nah, yo, that pass got revoked. So, All right, so you entered to the BMX. We got to get back to to the random question. You into the BMX and all of the skateboard and then extreme I say skateboarding, sports. But yeah, I, I'm Who's the more memorable athlete? Tony Hawk or Tony Dave Mirror? If you're going to say Tony Hawk, and then you're going to follow But I'm saying anything, Dave Mirror, though. Tony Hawk, bro. Dave Mirror. I know what you're saying. Dave Tony Mirror. Hawk. I feel like you've been asked this question before. No, I've never asked this question to but nobody. It's this Tony is Hawk, the first bro. question. Let me just say something. When you started off and you said, who is the most, and you said Tony Hawk, you didn't even have to say a second person. Because it don't matter who it is. Tony Hawk is the most famous skateboarder of all time. I, I didn't say arguing. skateboarder. The, I said I, most memorable extreme athlete. Extreme sports? Tony Hawk. And it, so so Dave Mirror. X Games. When you think of X Games. I think of Dave Mirror. I think of Dave Mirror right. just as much. If I Google X Games right now, you probably see Tony Hawk on the first page. Same. I, I'm Dave not Mirror revolutionized BMX. I'm not. I'm not. The but, same way. But BMX was never as big as skateboarding. Because Dave Mirror died. I'm not saying that he didn't, but I'm just saying it was never bigger. You never seen it. Nobody know about Niggas, the Dave Mirror. No, game. that's crazy. Nobody know about the Dave Mirror game, but they, Tony. Yes, Hall, they do. But you was get a one, two, No, that's three, crazy. Four. Niggas on, was bro. playing Dave Mirror BMX. Who? I never went over nobody else. They had <laughs> just you, <laughs> just you. <laughs> just talking about you. <laughs> I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing Dave Mirror. <laughs> 
bro. And you know, you don't remember Nick. You don't remember when the BMX bike thing or the finger shit. We, Yo, that niggas, shit was too hard. Niggas <laughs> out here riding bikes <laughs> on their fingers. You captain now, no, bro. Everybody was, was doing the skateboards. Niggas man. was doing that, bro, with the bike shit because you could ride that Yo, shit and you could tail whip that <laughs> shit and all of that shit. The motherfucker, bro. Dave Mirror was just. just I never Dave seen a Mirror. nigga do that with the fingers on the bike. <laughs> Not in person. Not maybe on YouTube or something. Dave Mirror is just as memorable as Tony Hawk, no, bro. No, he is not. Come and on, anybody man. listening to this podcast is going to tell us, man, I don't even know who Dave Mirror is. We're going to call told- this, listen, we're calling this episode Dave Mirror versus Tony Hawk, bro. And I'm telling you. Can you just put Tony Hawk name first? Because nobody even know who Dave Mirror is. <laughs> no, just bro. Put Tony Dave Mirror was versus- fucking pink. Bro, that's not helping us. What does that help? He had bitches. I I hear you, bro. I hear you, but I just, I'm not saying he wasn't a relevant person because I don't want Dave. He was very well, very well. But if you're gonna compare him with Tony Hawk, bro, the 900. Checking for Dave Mirror, bro. Man, and I don't on, know nobody man. who is, but I'm sorry <laughs> that the man passed away because I don't really disrespect anybody who passed away. I just don't think he's more relevant than Tony Hawk. That's crazy. I be your favorite battle rapper of all time. I gotta go with me. <laughs> I gotta go with me. I had a real nice style, and I don't know, man. Maybe because I was young. I was a young battle rapper that was just so distant. Who the best battle rapper that you ever battled? That somebody might recognize. Uh, I don't know. Then you battle Arsenal. I think I'm good. Have you ever battled Arsenal? Yeah, at a club one time, but it wasn't like recorded or nothing. I don't think it was just like some regular street niggas shit. And y'all niggas were, and this was before y'all niggas was really who. Yeah, it was just like regular rap. We was nobody. Nobody was like really yeah. popping. It was just niggas. You know, my man rap, my man rap. Yeah, that type of shit. So you never really got when you was battle rapping, you didn't get to a point where you was rapping against niggas, niggas. I did, but I was just doing it on the stage. I just never battled anybody that actually went on to be successful. <laughs> yeah. I just I ripped a lot of niggas. They just I maybe that's because they lost early in their career probably stifled them. Who knows? What? So outside of you you can't so you don't like But daylight. I do like battle rappers, I'm just fucking around. Okay, yeah. They I don't like, I don't um be keeping that much up with them, but I do see a few of them and it was um you know Lux is nice. Lux is nice. He probably not as nice as he used to be, but mm-hmm. he got some battles where like you just like that calico battle. Yeah, that calico. You gonna battle always is go back to it. that's a classic battle, yeah. bro. Because the way he did demolish that man is crazy. But I'm gonna be real with you. You don't like I daylight. Been, that. daylight I do like daylight. I just ain't alive. been watching battle rapping that much. That's what it is. It's not the fact of me not thinking if it's hot. It's me having lack of knowledge because I don't really know. Okay, and that's you know always that's ain't nothing wrong with saying that. I'm just telling you the truth. Yeah. So you don't think that I don't think niggas is hot. I just don't know about them. You know what I mean? All right. I, when I stopped battling, I kind of fell back from the scene because I just felt like it wasn't a way to grow who I was trying to be as an artist as yeah. a whole. 
at that time. Focused yeah. on just tearing apart somebody else. You was more on some building up type shit. I wanted to build up myself instead of tear down someone else. Right. Okay. That's dope. But Battle Rapid is fun as hell. No, it's and fun. I, it's I, enjoyed, I enjoyed your run when I was seeing that shit. It was Oh, no, nah, nigga. I had fun, man. I ain't gonna lie. I had, and it's nice that I had, I did what I did when I did it. You know what I mean? Because mm. it's like, I, I, I definitely know how to do it. And I still can. Yeah. But it's just like, yo, it ain't me no more. Like, I don't really care about you, dog, to sit up here and try to act like I did. Yeah, to figure and it all out. Like, yo, and nigga, I got to dissect you. Like, nigga, how about I dissect this bag, bro? Mm-hmm. But, um, all right. I seen some battles that was bad, too, though. <laughs> your man, I saw your man, uh, Cannabis, get ripped. You seen it up close and personal? Nah, I saw that on video. You know, you know Cannabis from back in yeah. the day, nigga? Yeah. This nigga came back to try to battle. Uh-huh. He got ripped, bro, so bad. This <laughs> nigga pulled out his actual written book. <laughs> like, of a battle, bro. It's over, bro. It's over, bro. A lot of niggas got nigga, ripped, though. But why you pull out the written book, bro? Like, why you go that bad? A lot of niggas got ripped, though. Like a lot of niggas got ripped. Cassidy is is done for, cause he just keep getting ripped. I saw him do alright in one battle, and niggas just hate on him, bro. Nah, Cassidy get ripped big time. I saw Cassidy do okay in a battle where niggas was hitting on him. Doing okay is not not getting ripped. The other nigga did amazing. He's getting ripped though, huh? <laughs> ripped. I don't know because I'm just not going for defending nigga that I don't know. <laughs> that nigga got ripped, bro. He never win a battle? Uh, Cassidy ain't won a battle in a long time. Since he came back, he ain't win? Nah. Since for sure, for sure, since he came back, he has not been successful. Has Jay Mills tried to step back in the battle? I have not seen a Jay Mills battle. Jay Mills in a long probably time. like I'm gonna man murder Mook. Murder Mook has been recently battle rapping. Is he's he's nice though. Still, Murder Mook is nice though. You know what I'm saying? He can still rip me. I think he beat somebody up not too long ago at a battle. So he's still Murder Mook, but yeah. Yeah, man. It's a lot of... And, listen, the only... Daylight is the nicest nigga rapping. Like, he's the nice... Like, there's nobody... There's nobody rapping better so than that. So people keep nigga. stepping up to battle. I'm gonna have to check him out. Yeah, you guys... This nigga... He's the nastiest nigga alive. I'm gonna have to check him out, bro. But, yeah, let's... Uh, we gonna get up out of here, yo. This was fun, yo. I appreciate everybody... Listening, yo, this the pod daddy. Got my dog, Yero. my brother, Cash. It's been a good time, y'all. Appreciate y'all rocking with me. Love, one.